We're recording. Uh, bananas are full of potassium. And so is something else, apparently. I saw something that else was also full of potassium. Raw potassium metal. Raw <laughs> potassium. You just eat K. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might kill you. Probably kill you. Isn't that one of those ones that explodes just... in water? No, zinc does. Can you zinc. eat raw potassium? Oh. Well, I mean, you can, but can you survive eating raw potassium? <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure potassium is one of the ones that explodes in water. Because, like, I feel like it's bad if you just eat straight iron. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's just more like your stomach wouldn't be able to process it, but... Oh, that's true. Oh, that'd be painful to poop out. Ugh. I'll lacerate your colon. Welcome to Justice League, God, where we talk about lacerated colons. Damn it! I was going to do that. <laughs> I was going to, like, let you say that and then just say my intro, and I was going to leave that in, just like that last part. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to cut this whole part out where it's just you, and then I'm going to do my intro. Ah, no! Yes! No. I'll leave that in. I'll let you, I'll let you have that little... Okay. But I do have to do my intro. Welcome to Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture things, movies, TVs, and comic books, primarily. I, of course, am your host, Preston, and joined, as always, by my delightful co-host... But Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Did not see that coming. Oh, man. Uh. Uh, so we're both tired, and we're also a week behind, or a week ahead. Yep. We're recording this... Uh, In the future. We're actually recording this... the past? The day that the last episode came out ideally because i'm behind and i haven't said it i haven't put it out yet <laughs> i've got finals to study for yeah it's fine yeah so we're uh, we're recording this ahead of time because matt's going to be out of town and then we're going to record Ooh. the next episode ahead of time because i'm going to be out of town so the next two episodes news will be old yep so and if things happen then just suck it up for the 17 of you that listen it used to be like three, but now I'm saying 17. 17 is actually really generous. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Um, I mean, we don't care who listens. This is just therapeutic for us, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> and for all of our friends. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about last episode is we recorded it the day before the DC Comic-Con panel. Yep. Which we should have waited just like two more days. Yeah, because there's just all the news and all the trailers. All the trailers. Okay, so uh, you're kind of getting this way behind. but I have also not started the timer, yep. as always. That's why it's such a mess, yeah. This is a tradition at this point. <laughs> oh, timer. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we'll just kind of like glance through Comic-Con for the most part. Yeah. Uh, let's go with Marvel first. We had a new Thor trailer. We had a new Thor trailer, which looks fucking awesome. Looks good. We might actually get our good Thor movie. Yes. Well, the first one was okay. first one was okay. But, but not like on par. Not like, like good, yeah. great. Yeah. Like it's low end. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff with it that looked really cool. I'm excited. They kind of gave away how the fight's going to go between Thor and Hulk. Yep. Which is fine. It's gonna, yep. It's probably one of those beginning 20 minutes of oh, the yeah. movie. Lots of jokes. Yes. Lots of jokes. Uh, apparently Thor... Thor and Star-Lord are the comedic duo for the Infinity War. That's going to be great. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> I really like him when Thor is like the comedy one. Yes. Because he's, he's got, it's, it's his own style. Because yep. it's like, he's he's not trying to be funny, but he is because <laughs> he's, he takes it too seriously. Right. 
Um, the, the Infinity War trailer happened again, followed up D23 with the same thing. There was a leaked video of it online, and I saw it. I didn't. I got it for, like, the five hours it was up that Disney, like, really slacked on taking it down. Yeah, no, they are. <laughs> they are generally pretty ruthless, but yeah. Preston sneaked through the net somehow. Yep, I saw it. Well, I didn't sneak through the net. Someone did. Someone did. I didn't put it took out. advantage I of it. I wasn't at Comic-Con. <laughs> um, no, but I saw it. It was really cool. It was kind of hard because it was, like, front row, so there was a stage that was covering half the screen. Yeah. But, yeah, it looks really cool. Thanos, I'm sure, looks a lot cooler when it's going to come out in 4K, which they're going to do in 4K, but in oh, HD, because yeah. it looked kind of crummy. Yeah. Uh, the whole description where he takes the planet, throws it, that's a little far-fetched. It's not like he does that. He just kind of, like, takes his... From what I can see, again, half the screen was missing. Uh, he, like, takes his hands and kind of, like, slams it on the ground, and then a bunch of pieces of a planet fly down. Okay. It's really cool. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so that's out. Yep. What else, Marvel? Uh, there was a um, there was some Punisher footage that yes. they showed to attendance members, and I haven't been able to find the leaked version anywhere. But same thing with Black Panther. Sounds like it was pretty good. There was a new Black Panther trailer. Uh, I saw the description of it. Apparently, the that you see the suit attached to him, mm-hmm. and it kind of comes like it attaches him, kind of uh, Iron Man stylish. Makes sense. But it was cool watching the the cast react to it because they hadn't seen it yet, mm-hmm. and they all saw it for the first time and they were all like super excited so that's cool yeah that's basically it yeah Uh, infinity war all that happened oh there's a new defenders trailer new defenders trailer trailer. you again get to see iron fist's awkward attempting to (laughs) wait for fighting because he's an idiot we'll get to that (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that yeah that's it i think that's it for marvel uh dc new justice league trailer before this, I was a little hesitant about Justice League, but I'm much more on board yeah. now. So I'm wondering what the deal is with the with the bat spider device. Because mm-hmm. originally you, it looks like you see Batman controlling it, but now you see Cyborg controlling it. So I'm wondering if maybe if that was just some editing tricks to make it look like it, or that right. was a reshoot. I don't think there's going to be really extensive reshoots, as they claim. Probably not. Because yeah. this is typically the amount of reshoots that you'll see from a movie. Right. Uh, just the way that movies go yeah so i think we're gonna mostly get jj abrams justice league not jj abrams not jj abrams <laughs> i would wish we got jj abrams justice league that'd be pretty cool yeah. we're not gonna get fuckwits <laughs> i forgot his name Zack snyder Zack snyder good lord yeah no it looks really cool i'm excited to see it i'm excited to see wonder woman kick ass i'm excited to the, just see the the comparison shot with the creation of man mm-hmm. between wonder woman and that was cool yeah that's all I got for that one. I'm still not sold by Cyborg CGI. See, that's curious to me as how they're going to go about doing that. If it's going to be like Golden... Uh, was he in Gold Age? I don't know if he was Golden Gate, Golden Age. Uh, but older style, it's a robot suit. Or if they're going to go with uh, Modern Age, it's like a liquid metal. Because it mm-hmm. is the mother box. Right. So he's going to have way more control over what he can do. Which right. it looks like they are. Uh, that's going to be just hard to pull off. Yeah. Because it's, just... it's got to be believable that he can control the metal like that much. Right. So, yeah. And the, there's... Uh, CGI is not perfect yet. Nah. It's... They're going to get there. Eventually. So, hopefully... Hopefully it doesn't look too terrible. Hopefully it's not distracting CGI. Yeah. Like, at this point, it's a little distractingly bad, but they've still got several months before the release, and most of that's just spent cleaning up cleaning the effects. Up C- yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The I like I've st- 
still in love with Jason Momoa. His mm. Aquaman is awesome. Yes. Just like that crashing through the building and he just kind of like hops off the guys like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited to see them tear through Parademons. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Batman kill. That was sarcasm. Uh, though this is one of those things that like it can be it can be stretched to be he doesn't kill, but he'll kill Parademons. Mm-hmm. He doesn't kill humans, but he kills aliens that threaten the world kind of thing. Okay. There's that like half yeah like because he it's it's weird there's that's one of those ambiguities with him Mm -hmm. there's some things he will kill just as it is but he won't like kill humans he won't even kill like the court of owls Mm -hmm. you know what they are not really uh they're long story short they control everything they've got the thing called the talon which is a bunch of uh over the ages like over the decades a new person who's super trained and they can't die Mm-hmm. But there's a way you can kill them where you can like you can you can freeze them, and then you can kill them. I think because the the chemical that's in them they can regenerate, but it's heat powered kind of okay. thing. So if you chill them, then they don't regenerate. So you can mm-hmm. kill them if they're chilled. But he he just puts them on ice so that they can't recover. Okay, uh, that's his solution. Spoiler alert: If you haven't read The Court of Owls, which you really should, it's really good. It's one of those. That's one of the new Fifty Two things that are really good. Okay. To touch on my last episode or the episode before that. Anyway, so yeah, Batman killing parademons. Mm-hmm. What else happened? Justice League. Justice League. Uh, DC. Yeah. What happened to DC? Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Oh. Uh, if I really, really, really hope that I have said in the past episodes what I want them to do, because I've told you from yeah. the beginning what I want them to do. I wanted them to do. Wanted them to do either a crisis event where they can reset kind of just like start over and allow it to happen so there was no batman versus superman that's honestly i'll take if they want to keep man of steel alive yeah i just don't want batman and superman to fight because that was terrible and they can like reset so that they still have doomsday yeah they can, still pull off doomsday. They can do a real doomsday yeah so they could do that um I'll, we'll get to see uh jeffrey dean morgan as not jeffrey yeah yeah jeffrey dean yeah, morgan jeffrey as morgan. uh batman most likely uh he tweeted a picture of uh him and right what's her name it was like did someone say flashpoint yeah so that was basically <laughs> him saying oh hey you're gonna get batman and joker from flashpoints and yes when when uh bvs first came out there was a lot of speculation that that might happen at some point because why cast such a big name as thomas wayne if he's gonna be on yeah. screen for 30 seconds right okay so i haven't heard that speculation but that, that makes a lot of sense yeah but yeah, so I wanted them to either do a crisis event and reset. They can save save face, save uh, some big characters like Doomsday for later. Or they could, what well, my joke was, is like they could like go off to, they could do Green Lantern Corps, go off into space for a couple of years, and then come back and there's a new Batman. It's like, wow, you missed so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, yep. It's like, okay. Uh, so uh, my, my guess is they're going to do that. They're going to pull off Flashpoint and then... Or they're going to do a really diluted version of Flashpoint, and it's not going to change anything. They're just going to... Because The Flash does that, too. They mm-hmm. called the first episode of the second... Oh, my God. Second season Flashpoint. So, yeah. I guess we'll just have to wait and we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Which means that they are either done writing, or they have their story. Mm-hmm. So, Flash might happen. It's probably less on hold than it was before. Yeah. Possibly. It'll probably still be a while, but... Yeah. Alright, uh, what else is there? Uh, from DC? I think that's it. I think that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. yeah. 
Yeah. That's all I can remember off the top of my head because I don't uh, have my computer or notes. New Stranger like... Things trailer. That's not DC or Marvel, but... Uh, new It trailer. Yeah. That looks creepy. Mm-hmm. You finally hear him talk. You hear Pennywise talk. <sighs> Apparently there's a Tim Curry reference. Huh. In it. I didn't see it, but... Oh, well. I don't know. Yep. Okay. All right. What are you talking about, Matt? We're talking about the Marvel Netflix universe, so leading up to the Defenders, which is coming out in, uh, I don't know, right about when this episode's coming out. So we're going to talk about what's happened so far, what we've liked, what we haven't, um, what we're excited about slash nervous about for the Defenders, Yeah. and moving forward with that universe. Yep. So I have a theory. Oh, theories are good. Yeah. And I may have mentioned this theory to you at some point, maybe even on this podcast but i don't remember and i'm not going to go back and look it up but i think that somewhere back in probably about 2009 or so someone came to marvel and was like hey i kind of see what you're doing with all this avengers stuff i have a really cool idea for like a daredevil movie and marvel was like huh well Maybe not a movie, but we could do like a TV show, do like a separate thing. And then they're like, you know what we could do? We could do like a whole Defenders team up thing like we're doing with the Avengers. We could do all these different shows. And so this guy's like, oh, okay. And so this guy does his Daredevil thing. And then they find people to do the other three shows. Because I think that of the four, Daredevil is clearly the best. Yeah. You agree with that? Oh, yeah. I think most people agree with that. (laughs) Absolutely. And. Yeah, because it, it seems to me like Daredevil has the most coherent creative vision and the best adherence to the character of any of the shows. I mean, Jessica Jones, I think, is also really good. It has. I haven't seen... I need to watch Jessica Jones again because... I don't know if I'm when I mentioned it, but like I watched Jessica Jones immediately after watching action-packed Daredevil, mm-hmm. and I was let down with Jessica Jones. It's need, very different. I need to watch Jessica Jones with the mindset of it's like more of a kind of a noirish it's very noir yeah in a way in a way in it's, her own way yeah i mean and that comes straight from the comics which i've read a little bit of it's very noir almost no action honestly mm-hmm. to speak of they honestly spiced it up a little bit for the screen lots of moral complexities and characters that have uncertain allegiances yeah and I'll, I'll get into that a little more but but back to my theory so Marvel, what they've officially said is basically that they were like, okay, uh, someone came to us and they were like, oh, we should do the Defenders thing. And I'm not 100% sure that's true because it really feels like, especially Luke Cage and Iron Fist were kind of just slapped together because they're like, well, we have to have these characters. Yeah. Iron Fist more so. Yeah. Although it does show in Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, I actually have a specific example that I prepared when I was rewatching. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember it? I do. Okay, good. So Daredevil, uh, season one, uh, you remember the scene, he goes into the warehouse, he's tracking the Russian guy, and the Russian guy is really badly injured, Yeah. and then the cops kind of surround it, and everything's blowing up, and it's... Yeah, the big... And then he, like, has to cauterize the guy. He has to cauterize the guy. He calls Claire, and he says, okay, this guy's been shot. What do I do? Do I need to get the bullet out? And she's like, no, this isn't a movie. You don't get the bullet out. We have to cauterize the wound. Get the flare, cauterize the wound, yada, yada, yada. Luke Cage. Claire. Guy who's been shot. Oh, we need to get the bullet out right now or he's going to die. Oh my god. Exactly. It's the same character, same universe. Does Claire have access to the bullet? 
No, like it. It's just that's a that's a dumb movie trope. You don't get bullets out of wounds. The only the only counterexample is like a human shot. This is just a thing. This is <laughs> this is just a known thing in general. If, yeah, I didn't know that. It, yeah, no. If if someone gets shot, ninety nine percent of the time you don't dig the bullet out because it's going to cause more damage trying to get it out than yeah. it will sitting there. Okay. And the only the only non the only times you do are like brain injuries because then it can move around and damage other parts of the brain. Mm-hmm. But just that contrast those those two moments show the difference between Daredevil and Luke Cage. Like Daredevil is a really well crafted deeply thought out yeah universe and luke cage it just feels like an entirely different show well it kind of is it's got different showrunners and different directors and different writers yeah i mean okay there's but, no kevin feige for these well i mean it's all under marvel though and it's all supposed to be one universe like you look at you look at all the movies in the mcu all the actual movies and even though they're all they're all different, they've all got kind of their different approaches. Winter Soldier is kind of a political spy movie type yeah. of deal, and uh, Iron Man's more of a straightforward superhero movie and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They all kind of have a similar tone, like they all have that similar superhero movie tone where there's there's some darkness, there's some some heaviness, some weight, but it's there's some quippiness and it's out there enough that they don't take it all too seriously. Yeah, and what Daredevil did. Which really changed the game, and that Marvel has come out and said that this is the reason they sent uh, Daredevil and the whole Defenders to TV. It's because they wanted to separate it from that, from having it be light. They wanted to keep it more grounded, mm-hmm. which they really pulled off with Daredevil very well. It felt like actual real people trying to be superheroes. I think Jessica Jones, too, was a lot closer to a real world feeling. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to Luke Cage and Iron Fist, it feels again like they're going back to their movie model of it's not quite so serious there's enough disbelief you have to suspend that it just gets a little weird and the tension's lowered and there's more quippiness and yeah i just we'll get to iron fist we'll i hate Iron. we'll fist. spend a little while savaging iron fist in a bit here yeah but just it it really feels like they didn't know what they wanted with luke cage and iron fist especially iron fist yeah to me, that's really disappointing because Daredevil is so good, and Jessica Jones is, I think, also on par with Daredevil. Just about, it's just very different. Do you think Defenders can fix that? <sighs> Honestly, I'm really worried about Defenders because just from the trailers, it looks like they're kind of going down the. It kind of looks like they're going <laughs> back down the the um, lighter route, which I don't like. I like that it was different; that they could explore different realms of moral complexity with Mm -hmm. with these sorts of grounded characters who make mistakes and get their hands dirty in ways that iron man and captain america can't yeah so see we the thing is like we don't know what they're gonna do with right uh like at all you see daredevil like matt murdoch doesn't have his daredevil outfit so there's gonna be a whole story behind that Mm -hmm. because i feel like if they knew they were gonna go invade a building and then fight in the hallway awkwardly he'd have access to his suit right because the suit protects it because he knows he gets stabbed regularly oh yeah he's <laughs> blind he's like yeah. no no someone stabbed me and wish i had my suit <laughs> so there's i feel like they can do a lot of good character development with the movie or with the show mm-hmm. um is it, is it 13 episodes no it's only eight it's only eight episodes yeah god damn it uh that's five episodes that's five hours of 
character development that they could have added on. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. A lot of people have been complaining that 13 is too long, and I don't really see it. I mean, except... Those are the people that have jobs and lives. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking losers with your lives and your jobs and your families and your desire to eat and sleep. Nah. Nah. But, I mean... Luke Cage and Iron Fist especially did feel like they were stretching it out a little bit. Yeah. Like, Luke Cage was a great, well, like, six-episode series about Luke Cage versus Cottonmouth, and then they threw in Diamondback halfway through. And it was cool that they were willing to, spoiler alert, kill off a villain, a main villain like that, and then been out for like switch direction. Uh, who cares? <laughs> but that they were willing to kill off a main villain and then change directions mid-season... That's cool, but at the same time, it really started feeling like they were running out of ideas near the end. Yeah. Rewatching it especially, there were some really weak moments in the writing, like the the politicking that they were doing. The politicking. Like, okay. So you remember near the end of Luke Cage? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, near the end of Luke Cage, uh, the police are hunting for him. There's like a big citywide manhunt and like a... Uh, a teenager gets arrested and beaten up while in custody. So Mariah goes to a rally at Harlem's Paradise and is like, the police beat up this kid and that's terrible and we don't like that. So you know what we need to do? We need to give the police... Kill the police. No, we need to give the police better weapons and allow them to make their tactics more aggressive so that they can find Luke Cage. And the crowd cheers. What nonsense is this? <laughs> That's a wildly anti-police group right there. And you're just... You're, <sighs> Militarizing the police more. And and they're making the... Oh, that's just awful writing. Like, it, it makes no sense. That's that's a whole crowd of people that's character motivations well, okay. are, are completely ignored. Is the kid in jail because of Luke Cage? Is that like, something I mean, she could have fed off of? I mean, that's what she's trying to go for. But at the same time... That's not how people interpret political issues. People aren't going to sit down and be like, okay, so it's because the people are, it's because the police are looking for Luke Cage, they're going to be like, no, the police beat up a 13 year old kid in custody. That's bad. We need to scale back the police and restrict them more. It's not going to be, we need to catch Luke Cage with whatever aggressive tactics we can, especially because it's those same aggressive tactics that got the kid beat up in the first place. Well, you can look at it and like, from like perspective of, a emotionally charged group that if someone proposes a solution there's a certain level of between like the time after like the duration after it happens there's a certain level or certain like period where they'll be agree to anything as long as it's a solution yeah so i doubt that the writer i doubt, I, I feel like this is probably is what you're saying it's just bad writing mm-hmm. but if you like benefit of the doubt that could be that where yeah. they're just like emotionally charged desperate for a solution and if she proposes a solution is to catch Luke Cage, then they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's try to do it. Yeah. Um, so that could be it. I mean, yeah, you, you can make the argument that, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they had this argument in the writer's room for Luke Cage, but it it really didn't work. Yeah. And that's I think just it's one just, scene. Right? Yeah. 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 So. But, I mean, there's, there's a few moments like that. That was just the big one that came yeah. to mind for me. So are we going to go through, like, each of the seasons? Um, one by one, or did you? What was your plan for this episode? Well, I had a couple points I wanted to talk about that I've kind of covered, but we can go through them one by one because I have other stuff for all of them. Okay, season one, Daredevil, really season good. one, so good. 
Jesus, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, like, <laughs> we did our villain Oscars thing, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> there was a reason it was between him and Heath Ledger's Joker for yeah. the best, because, oh like, he God. just, he might actually just be my favorite character in anything uh, yeah okay yeah not, <laughs> not the best objectively yeah. necessarily but my favorite yeah because he's so convincing like there's moments where you're like no this is actually the good guy here yeah and that's what that's like that's the best thing about writing a of writing a villain mm-hmm. and writing their backstory yeah because the more backstory you get same thing with purple man mm-hmm. like the more backstory you get and same thing with with Diamondback. Uh, yeah. What's Iron Fist villain? He's just a bullshit. He's just a series of bullshits. Yeah. It's not even like one guy. It's just a. It's, yeah. it's the hand. It's a series of bullshits. Yeah. And you don't get any of their like. It's just this menacing. That's one of my complaints. It's like, oh, it's just hate them because they them. Yeah. <laughs> but like with with all three other series, you see the the bad guy like. This kid was abused by his dad, and so was his mom. Mm-hmm. This kid was like tortured by his parents, right? Because he, he and he developed this powers, and they were scientists that were well, didn't care enough about him, and they used him as experiments. And this girl was sexually abused by her dad or uncle, uncle, uncle. Yeah, like these people. Those are things that will make you want to kind of kill people. Yeah, like <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. I, and even Cottonmouth, who you didn't mention, like, he's a... Yeah, what was his? I forgot his. He was a sensitive artist type who was, like, a... Oh, that was forced jazz to... Jazz pianist who was probably, like, on track to go to Juilliard. Yeah. But, uh... When he was forced to he do was, gang. He was forced to into the crime world. And, yeah. Like, he puts on this tough face, but there's always kind of that uh, yeah. undercurrent. And he, like, I mean, Kingpin is always going to be number one villain from all these, but he's... Cottonmouth, I really like. Yeah, there's like, if you, when explaining the villain, can make me go putting my hands on my cheeks right now, going, oh no, <laughs> that is my voice of when I see something, like when I realize something, like uh, in Guardians Two, uh, spoiler alert for like the next fifteen seconds, in Guardians Two, when you realize that Ego is killing the children, yeah, and like when I realized that, I was just like. Oh no! <laughs> and it's like moments like that. If you make me do that, then that's when you do a good writing for the villain because yeah. that makes me understand that there's a story behind this. Why they're doing that, right? And like that, I think Kingpin is probably the first time I've ever done that. Where I was just like, I start, I realized like when he hit like his uh, hit uh, his mom, I was like, oh no. And then, so like, oh no! And then later, when they were doing the deed, I was like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's when you kind of not chrono, like not uh, story wise, or not like chronologically in the show itself, but like mm-hmm. story wise, chronologically, mm-hmm. that's the first time you hear like the the growl of his theme. Yeah. It's like when he's like standing over the body, and it's just like, yes, yes. <laughs> oh. Don't kill your parents. It's bad. Yeah. If they're abusive, go to the police. They can help you. Yeah, I was going to make a joke, but I feel like I probably shouldn't make a joke about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a serious topic. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. So uh, the villain was great. Villain, villain was great. The season one Daredevil is just like, 
you know, kind of hints of the hand. There's one episode that sort of focuses on yeah. him when Stick shows up. And I like that. There's like this mysterious force. And if you've read the comics, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. But they're just kind of in the background. You get the sense that there's this bigger world behind yeah. the, behind everything that's going on. And that's... I feel like Iron Fist kind of... It, it was not. It was a not good culmination. People who listen know that I love culminations. Mm-hmm. Like that's the reason I love Civil War and uh, Avengers and stuff like right. that. I like culminations, and that was just an absolute terrible culmination. That was just. Yeah. It was like this menacing villain, and then with Iron Fist, just like, oh yeah, it's just the villain. Yeah. And it was like there was like no kind of pomp and circumstance to it or anything. It was just like, yeah, it's just this. Just yeah. normal. He's like, I'm the sworn enemy of the hand. It's like, who cares? Why? Go away. Yeah. Go away. Go punch a door. Very <laughs> anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, demystification of what should have been a great overarching villain. Yeah. What was the the season finale of season one of Daredevil? Was that was, that was it good just... enough to contain it to its own show? Yeah. Good. It was just him finally catching the kingpin and. Beating yeah. the kingpin. Which... Oh, and then he st- he sat up and stared at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that crushed me. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, it was <sighs> so good. It was... I'm honestly not a huge fan of the girl. Karen? Karen, yes. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of her. She's... <sighs> I don't know if it's something that was just not done well from the comics, or if she's just a stupid character in the comics. I don't know. But I just, like... When it was, whenever it was her moment, I was just like, oh, yeah. you're just like whining and screaming and crying and yeah, uh. they've they've taken some liberties with her from the comics. In the comics, she's more of a straightforward love interest, which you get a little of that more in season two. Yeah, I was kind of like you the first time I watched it. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I like this, but the second time through, I think I buy it more. I think she's a Karen Page that makes sense in this world. That's yeah. willing to take charge. She does end up being a damsel in distress a few times. But I think that's more just a consequence of the world she finds herself in. Yeah, I'm sick to death than of damsel in distresses. The character she is, yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, we've completely failed to mention Wesley. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who is, what is, what is what's the actor's name? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, but he's really good. He's really good. There's... There's one moment that I, I took some notes, mostly just on season one of Daredevil, stuff that I liked. The scene when he's interrogating Karen is one of the best acted scenes I've ever seen. Because he's, like, he's he's taking charge and he's got kind of that suave confidence. Yeah. But at the same time, there's this awkwardness under it. Like, he's not usually the sort of the muscle who's doing this. Yeah. And you can see that. He's out of place and he and knows it's, it. Yeah. And he hides it really well. It's just a fantastic five minutes of acting. Yeah. Uh, the the ending to that. Oh now, yeah. The, see, I like it when the show like takes something. It was like he puts he puts the gun on the table, and you're like nothing's gonna happen. Like that's kind of the foreshadowing thing. Like yeah. Him, or something is gonna jump in from outside of the the, right. the sequence, and then she does it. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Expectation subversion. I love it. See, the person being the person who can catch foreshadowing like a, from a mile away. Mm-hmm. I love it when they don't do that. Yeah, when they, when they like foil their expectations. Like there was one scene where the guy was walking down the street, and it's like if it's dark, if you can see the building on the left, and you see that there's alleys, he's gonna get yanked into the alley. Yeah, that's that's a common movie thing. And I yep. saw it was gonna happen, and it happened, and I'm like, yep, yep. 
It was like, yeah. see ya, yoink, bye. <laughs> yep. But that's, I mean, that's something that especially Daredevil does really well is uh, expectations of version. They, yeah. they know that you're a moviegoer. You speak the language of film enough to be like, okay, I pick up on this pattern. I feel what's going to happen next. Maybe yeah. I don't consciously realize it, but my my mind is telling me, okay, something is going to happen along these lines. And then when it changes direction, you get that little jolt of surprise. Yeah. And that's that's really cool. Yeah. That's what I got for season one. Season one is just really good. Yeah. I two more small things. The action. Like, yeah. I know we rave about it enough, but... The fighting was really good. Yeah. In, in my notes, I have, in all caps, holy crap, hallway fight oh, from episode two. Jesus. That was masterful how mu- directing. How much do you think of... How much of Daredevil's character do you think was actually, like, one person? Because they go into rooms several times. Right. So, it like, when I watched it, like, the third time, I realized... It's probably not as like impressive as they make it look. No, yeah. Like, it's probably like three different guys playing Daredevil, and they don't f- actually fight in the rooms. He's just standing there kind of taking a break and then throws a TV out. Right. Like that kind of thing. So it's getting it down. That's... that's Yeah. Like with, with Birdman, they had like all these different techniques of like mm-hmm. kind of switching the oh, yeah. uh, scene. But like the more you watch it, the more you're like, okay... Yeah, it's I mean, probably not as impressive. As yeah, no, was. like you, if, if you know something about how movies are made, you kind of see how it's put together. Yeah. But that doesn't make it any less of an impressive yeah. experience when yeah. you watch Long it. Long shots are always impressive. Yeah, almost always. There's some that's just like you're just staring at the guy for like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only other thing is just a little thing that I caught on like my, I guess it'd be like my fourth watch through, because I've seen Daredevil a lot. <laughs> um, it's just the attention to detail in so you know how uh madame gao has like the blinded drug mules yes. they have like the backpack and the cane yes. season one episode one like five minutes in foggy's on the phone having a conversation with matt in the background you see one of those guys no shit really yeah good lord i like stood up and pointed at the screen and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> like how you pointed down because you like don't have a tv stand yeah <laughs> what yeah but that is awesome yeah it's just especially season one it was made with such love and care and respect for the character i think we just like admired on season one so much that we're running short on time <laughs> uh well okay let's keep pushing what came next uh jessica jones came too. no jesus yeah. jessica jones came next did it yeah oh shit okay I haven't seen Jessica Jones more than once. Okay. I haven't seen the rest of it more I've, than once. I've seen it twice. I didn't love it the first time through. I liked yeah. it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. But I liked it a lot more the second time through. I want to go watch it. I'm probably going to watch that once class is over. It takes some getting used to, like, how much she is, like, not even morally ambiguous, just wrong. I came out of it reasonably sure that she was the villain of her own show. Hmm. Because Kilgrave is made out to be this psychopathic incurable horrible villain but what he really is is a guy with a messed up childhood who because of his powers doesn't know how to be a normal good person my favorite line in all of these show all these series is i can't uh, i have to watch i have to choose my words very carefully i once told a man to fuck himself can you imagine my favorite (laughs) line in the entire series like all the series yeah 
It's so funny. Like, I lost it. I, I watched that scene like three times. Yeah. Like, I don't think he is genuinely an actual, like, medical psychopath. I think he just... He doesn't know what he wants he to do. Can't, yeah, he doesn't know how to be an actual it's human. Entirely lost. And there's part when he tries to be. He, yeah. he doesn't understand, but he tries to be. And Jessica uses that to trap him, to catch him in a cage and electrocute him to try to get him to confess. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if that's what they were going for, but it really felt like she had to be the bad guy there. The, I feel like that's probably something they were doing. They were like, hey, like, look, they were probably, that was probably their attempt at saying, look, vigilantes aren't always great. Like, look at the yeah. shit that they do. Yeah. This is someone, like, the tables have turned, and now you're seeing that it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. Some of these villains are not villains. Some yeah. of the heroes are villains. Yeah. I mean, not to call Kilgrave a good guy. Like, he's still a rapist and murderer, but... See, like, the thing is... Okay, this is gonna... This is probably gonna be on the internet now. So this is going to be on the internet Uh-oh. now, so it's gonna suck, but, like... I don't think it's fair to call him a rapist because if he asks someone if they want to have sex, they pretty much have to say yes, don't they? Yeah. He has no control. Yeah. He can't. He can't I mean, actually, like... Well, no, because it's, it's if he tells someone to do something. That's true. So, and, like, the, the way his relationships are portrayed, it's pretty clear. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't watched it in a yeah. long time, so I, I could be totally wrong in that. But yeah. there's some things that, like, he's done that, like, I'm sure we're entirely out of the control. Like, telling the guy to go fuck himself. Yeah, it's like it's just a normal expression. It's a thing you say, and then it's just like... I was also tempted to try to get you to say that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if you... The first time you ever cursed, you know, I'll, 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 it can be recorded live. Except, except he says, screw himself in the show. Does he? Yep. Because they, they don't use F-words. It's weird, because they go, like, hard R violence, but no language or nudity. They say the F word and they say uh, F word in uh, Luke Cage, maybe multiple once. times. Once, I think it's just once. Oh, okay, I don't remember. Like they keep it. It's weird because of how violent, violent yeah. it is. Like hard R violence. Yeah, no, like violencer. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. So that was. I feel like that was kind of the tone of the show. Is like kind of showing you mm-hmm. that vigilantism isn't the right way. Yeah. Because if they're living by their own rules, like with Batman, he's got his rules. Right. Like, don't kill, but severe brain damage is totally fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just beats the guy into a brick for three minutes. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I think that was kind of the intent of the show, and I really like that. Yeah. I like it when shows are like, hey, look, everything you know is wrong. Yep. Uh, Season two of Daredevil. Season two of Daredevil. Also good, not as also, good, it's, but also good. It's a little messier, I think, because there's more plot elements going on. Yeah, the Punisher, though. Oh, good lord. Oh, that's a good. Oh, good lord, and uh, yeah. By no, the way, like <laughs> he's he's a character that it's I think probably kind of tough not to do well. Yeah, just because of who he is. Yeah, like he's a bad dude, and this is like, but he's cool. It's yeah, it's really cool, and there's honestly again. A little hint of, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I would probably be pissed off if someone killed my family. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, if you're a if you're a war veteran who's already like kind of scarred and, and PTSD, yeah. and then you come back and then your whole family's gone down in front of your eyes, yeah, I'd probably snap, too. Yeah, snap. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. And, 
Like, I think the, the, the danger of a Punisher character is that it'd be really easy to just go over the top and make him just way too dark and gritty. Yeah. And they towed the line just enough to make him really good. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's on John Bernthal's performance. You you get kind of that PTSD. It was hard, honestly, for me to watch it without seeing the absolute cunt of a character as Shane from Walking Dead. Okay. Oh, you haven't seen it no, yet. No, I haven't. He plays Shane in The Walking Dead, and like the like, I don't think I've hated a character more than I hate Shane. Hmm. Just because, and they do that on purpose mm-hmm. because he's just everything bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's to quote Rick and Marty. The C word and the N word combined had a baby, and it's every bad word for Jew. That's what I feel about Shane. Okay. So it was kind of hard to watch this with yeah. him being, despite him being a mass murderer, him being less of a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's he's a bad dude, but he's got principles. Yeah. He sticks to those principles, and it's really cool watching yeah. him do what he does, too. And again, I always really like bad guys that have a sense of honor. Yeah. Like the uh like uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's Spider-Man's a bad guy with a sense of honor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Sploot, sploot. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. And I mean, he's not an out and out bad guy. Like the hand is the real villain. Yeah. It's more the Punisher. He's a vigilante that doesn't have He's a vigilante without the filter. He's willing to cross that line. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. He does. I don't think he enjoys it, but he... he doesn't enjoy it, but he isn't ashamed of it. Because I really right. like that courtroom scene. That... He's like, I killed everybody, and I will do it again. That that was the other holy crap moment in all caps. Yeah. That was good acting. That He's... was a yeah. courtroom of good acting. Yeah. He... The extras, yeah. they were terrible. Eh, useless. <laughs> yeah, no. John Bernthal is rapidly becoming one of my favorite actors. Because he's just so good. I hope he doesn't get typecast as a as a murdering villain, though. He's not always. What else has he been in? Uh, he's in the accountant. He was in. The accountant. I still need to see the accountant. Yep. yep. Anyway, he's in Baby Driver. I still need to see that. Uh, he's been in a few things, but I'm not remembering them off the top of my head. Okay, so he's, he's... four or five. Like I scrolled down his IMDb, and there were four or five things I was like, "Really? Oh yeah, yeah." Huh. But yeah, cool. um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Again, good villains. Good villains. I kind of like him. I was okay. Lesson for all you filmmakers and showrunners out there. I believe firmly that I don't think I've ever seen this done, and I think it would be an amazing thing to do is to have a chess game going slowly, and it's mirroring the plot. Okay. See, I thought that was gonna happen. But it didn't. As a chess player, I hate it when people do chess on screen because it's never accurate. They talk like people who've never played a game in their life, and it just sounds ridiculous and takes me right out of it. Okay. Well, okay, so then do that part right for people like him. Fucking nitpicky. Get, uh, yeah, get an actual chess consultant and listen to what they say. Yeah. And then I feel like that would be a really cool... And, like, have the chess game, like, I'm sure there's, like, one game that would work. Like, one actual, like, game oh, yeah. that would work. Casablanca. Humphrey Bogart is playing over a game uh, when he's sitting at the in the the bar at the beginning. And it's an actual game played in a world championship. Oh. So, yeah. So, like, I'm sure there's a game that would work along with the plot of the movie. Yeah, but probably. But that would be so cool. Like, even if it's, like, before that. So, if you're watching closely... Like, mm-hmm. things that I love to do, like, the the, the thing, the story that I want to do. Yeah. Like, if you're watching closely and you see, like, oh, hey, 
the king just took out a knight. So you know the main bad guy is about to kill one of the kind of yeah. supporting characters. That would be so cool. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Yeah. That would be so awesome to do that. I thought that was going to happen and it didn't happen. It nah. shot up the fucking place in the fourth episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, gotta say, though, I love that it was Turk playing against uh, the the chess player, the actual chess player guy. Because Turk's such a funny character for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they really... I, haven't, I need to watch it again. Yeah. I mean, because he's, he's, I think, in all of the shows. Really? Yeah. He's definitely in Luke Cage and Daredevil. Um, I think he shows up in the other two. Oh, cool. But, um... Oh, yes. No, I do. I do. Yeah, I do okay. remember that. Yeah. yeah. But he's, like... I, I really like what they did with the character. Because in the comics books, he's kind of a bumbling, stumbling, uh, second-tier Daredevil villain. Um, I mean, it's similar sort of character, but they modernized him in a way that made him feel authentic. Yeah. Because if they, if they did the comic book version of him, it would look like they picked up a guy from a slapstick comedy movie and slapped him down in their ultra realistic and violent yeah. superhero show. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in somewhere. I really yeah. like what they did with Turk. Good. I have a proposition. Okay. We're at 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I say we cut it. But then, if they want to, they can keep listening and listen to us just bitch about Iron Fist for like another 15, 20 minutes. Can I say a couple more things about Luke Cage first? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, I like Luke Cage, but I really wanted to like it more than I did. Yeah. Because the tone was really different, for one thing. I think this is one of the few shows that I liked way more than you did. Yeah. Like, I didn't... I, I, I do like it. Yeah. I genuinely like it. I think that it's where you start start to see a lot of the weak spots in this universe, though. Yeah. I like the reference to the the, the suit. Yes, they never that was Jessica brilliant. Jones, does she? Do they? Uh, yeah, yeah, do she does. When her sister, uh, her foster sister, I guess, uh-huh. is like, you should be a superhero. Look, I've got this old outfit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love it when they do that when they know that the outfit is fucking goofy as shit. In and then the- in every single one of the shows, there's something that they reference the comics where it's like. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if you did this or this should happen? And then they're yeah. like, no, that's stupid. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I don't remember them all, but the Luke Cage is definitely the best of those moments. Yeah, he like looks at himself and is like, and I look like a damn fool. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. That, that might be my favorite moment from just everything. Yeah. At least my favorite funny moment. The MNU. Marvel Netflix Universe. Okay. That's what call we're calling the, it. All the right. MNU. MNU. Wait, we can call it the menu. Because it's a Marvel extended Netflix universe. M E N U. Yes. The menu. The menu. Call the menu. We're calling it now. All right. What's next on the menu? <laughs> yes. There we go. That's awesome. All the puns. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah, this is coming out in three weeks. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully someone else doesn't call it for some reason. Yep. All right. Okay. Only other Luke thing, Luke Cage thing I wanted to say is I like the culture of the show. Daredevil and Jessica Jones are both kind of the cd underworld type um, yeah. daredevil he has some interactions with like the legal system but it's kind of from like he's a young lawyer in a cheap office yeah taking whoever he can get in luke cage you get to see like the the new harlem renaissance and the sort of the african-american community in harlem trying to reclaim its its former glory yeah and i think that leads an interesting uh cultural aspect to the show that you don't get in any of the others yeah definitely for sure so you get sort of their their thoughts on 
I don't know, the the big philosophical and social issues associated with that, just kind of floating around. Yeah. One of the other moments I like that couldn't have happened in any of the other shows is Luke Cage, he goes into a convenience store and he stops a mugging. And then Method Man is there, just in the convenience store at the same huh. time, the rapper. And then he, like, goes on the show and he's talking yeah. about him. Like, and they, they both kind of, like, geek out about each other. And yeah. it's, like, it's a really cool moment that you couldn't have done in any of the other shows just yeah. because of the way that they designed the world. Yeah. And so, I really like setting of the yeah, plot. Yeah, I, I really liked that. Good. All right. Iron Fist complaining time? Uh, we have to do our cut. Okay. Shallst we? We shallst. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, you can keep listening, and we're going to make fun of Iron Fist for as long as we can possibly keep yep. talking. Yeah. But <laughs> if you don't really want to hear that, then go like and subscribe uh, if you're on YouTube. If you're on SoundCloud, follow us. If you're on iTunes, do the iTunes thing. Uh, leave a comment on any of those mediums. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us if you're excited about Defenders. Go to our Facebook page. Tell us what we should talk about in future episodes, movies we should view, whatever. Yeah. Man, tell a friend. Tell a friend, please. Yep. I, uh, someone asked me today if we have our uh, our booze and booze up yet, but we do not have the 25 subscribers we need. Get on it, people. We're gonna, it's funny, kind of, I think. I actually haven't looked at it. So it <laughs> could been, have been a lot more funny for us when we were drunk. But I, I've been thinking back on it, and admittedly a lot of it's kind of fuzzy but (laughs) but i think there's i think there's going to be some really funny moments about halfway through we stop even we even stop paying attention to the movie so if you don't want to like if you don't want to watch the movie if you just like want to watch us be stupid drunk for three hours (laughs) it's totally fine i think the edited version is going to be great honestly yeah like the like like again halfway through the movie i'm just going to stop putting like the clip of the movie in it's just going to be us being drunk well okay except for the moments when we freak out about Gal Gadot, I think, are going to be great. <laughs> We're so drunk. Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, go yeah. go tell a friend. Tell them to subscribe. Uh, I, I have a friend who's doing a really good job at telling people about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if any of those people have subscribed to us yet, but yep. yeah, just literally tell a friend. If you ever talk about comics with a person they seem remotely interested, be like, hey, check, them, check these stupid idiots out. Yeah. They, we don't know anything. We're losers, so yep. listen to us. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. 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 No, Iron there's only supposed to be... sucks. Yeah, a little bit. Oh my god, it sucks so much. Uh, Where do we want to start? His it's stupid just power. Boring. His stupid, stupid power. God you damn it. He's got a glowy fist and it punches things. I can punch doors. I punch doors all the time and open doors. Yeah, like I know that's I know that's fairly faithful to the comics, but it feels so oh out of place God. in this universe. Is honestly, Finn Jones isn't even that good of an actor. That's the problem. Like, I I the first time I watched through it, I was like, okay, maybe it's just bad writing and he's the wrong actor for the job. But I think he's just not a good actor. He's just not a good actor. He's it, like it's from the beginning. I hated it. Because he was this whiny little white bitch trying to get his billion dollar, his Fortune yeah. 500 company back because he he deserves it. And there was no, like, with the show Arrow, like, he came back and he got his company back immediately, but he didn't really want it mm-hmm. in a way because that's not who he was. Yeah. And, like, fucking Rand just, oh my god, <sighs> the whole time. And the... Like, 
Okay. Broad scope of my hatred. He was a whiny little bitch that didn't know how to use his powers and couldn't do anything right. Uh, um, Meacham was... Uh, not Meacham. Yes, Meacham. Meacham. Meacham was uh, also a whiny little bitch that didn't know what he was doing. Yep. His sister, who wasn't supposed to be his sister, was supposed to be his, ne- his niece, right? In the comics? Uh, I don't even know. Because I think Meacham and uh, his dad are supposed to be brothers in the comics. I remember reading that. I think that's right, yeah. Um, she... Has no idea what the fuck she's doing. She's just this aimless little idiot wandering around. Her motivations to... change from scene to scene. Yeah. And, like, and then I, granted, this is kind of the way it's supposed to be. I was confused by uh, big old Meacham. Yeah, I, I mostly liked him until the big reveal at the end. I can't remember his reveal. That he orchestrated the um, the plane crash. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, that was, he's, he was confusing. It was hard not looking at him as Faramir. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like, okay. So here's the thing with him. Like I bought him as sort of a bad dude who's kind of greedy and power hungry, but he's, um, he died prematurely and now he's, he basically sold his soul to the devil and now he's trying to get his company back. So he's like a bad guy, but he has good motivations and he's in debt to a worse guy. And so he should have an uneasy alliance with Iron Fist. But making him into the guy that orchestrated the plane crash in the first place, it's too much, uh, what was your word? Villainization? Villainization of a villain. Yeah. Of a, of a, uh, villainization of the antagonist. Yeah. Like, the antagonist doesn't necessarily mean a villain. The antagonist yeah. is any concept that the protagonist is going against. Yeah. Like, he would have been better as, like, okay, maybe he's in the background in the beginning kind of pulling strings and causing trouble, but then they team up because they both have a shared interest in taking down the hand. Yeah. I would have liked that. I didn't like the whole villainization. It was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, so that was like that's my broad sweep of what I hated of the movie it, all, of the show. The 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 plot made no sense. Mm. Um, it was so annoying. I am the sword enemy of the hand. Why? Because I am. Like I feel like if you've been trained to be the Iron Fist for so long, they should you should have a little bit more understanding of that. Yeah. But like, and that's even like. I don't care if that's, like, part of the plot, is that he's confused because of that. You should... If you're gonna do this, you should seek that out. Yeah. You should understand. If you were that role, you should understand. Like, I'm almost certain every person in the military knows what they're fighting for. Yeah. Like, that's just something. If you're fighting against something, you should know why you're doing that. Yeah. If you're blindly fighting, you're a fucking imbecile and that that (laughs) brings me to another thing that makes me really angry because i really really wanted to like it but i didn't and that is i i don't like the iron fist character because he's whiny and he's kind of arrogant and brash and rushes in and he's he's very sure of right and wrong and then when bakudo shows up and he's like no we're kind of the 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 good side of the hand there's all these different factions and iron fist's like no i gotta destroy you because you're bad because you're the hand and I would have loved it if Bakudo had kind of stayed sort of more ambiguous again. Yeah. And Iron Fist's brashness turned him into the bad guy for that bit. Because then... The, but then they made Bakudo into just... The oh no, guy. he's a... We're going to... Yeah, just straight up just regular old bad guy. And it takes away what would have been a really nice moment of moral ambiguity in otherwise what's, as I said earlier, way too straightforward of a superhero story. Yeah. Um... Something you mentioned about him being like brash and arrogant and rushing into things. If he 
for three quarters of the movie or of the show, I keep calling it a movie. Three quarters of the show, he can't control his own power. Yeah. Why would he do that? What is his plan? If because he knows it's like he it's like fist erectile dysfunction. Like half the time he can't get it up, and if he's like running in and he knows half the time he can't get it up, what does he expect to happen? Sure, he's good at martial arts, but if it's a guy with like crazy ass powers in an alcohol bottle flinging it around yeah. like what the fuck was he planning on doing i don't know oh my god and he's not even like the he's supposed to be the greatest martial arts master in the world that, he is by far not that brings me to another thing that <laughs> like so the action in daredevil is phenomenal because it's all just regular people going hand to hand yeah basically uh jessica jones and luke cage are both superhumanly strong so that's kind of just its own thing. Yeah. Iron Fist. Again, it's mostly people just going hand to hand, but it's a little more of like refined martial arts type fighting. Mm-hmm. So it should have been like a cooler, more stylized version of Daredevil. And it was just an ugly mess. Yeah. Like I have, I have a little bit of Taekwondo training and I look at these guys and I'm like, black belt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to underplay it. I have a black belt in Taekwondo. These guys, most of them look like they have no idea what they're doing when they're fighting. Like, so there's a, there's a scene when um, uh, he and Colleen are like, I don't know, trying to one up each other, and they're like, I don't know, doing their little doing their little scene. forms, and then they grab their weapons and they're showing off. And he grabs the Sanjivong or hate, hate competent. Nun, like... he, he grabs the nunchucks and starts like spinning them around and doing something, and it's like. That's not. I I could have done that when I was six. I'm not even kidding. Like legitimately, I could have done that when I was six. Not even exaggerating. Oh my god! Like it's his. I feel like they. He wasn't actually like that actor. Actually, wasn't trained by someone who knows martial arts. It looks like they they showed up on the day and then had a choreography guy who's like, okay, now you're gonna swing your fist like this and kick like that. Yeah. Uh, so I've got two things. I'll try to get back to the other one whenever we tan or whenever we like lead right. into it. But this one, like it. There's so many times throughout the show that you can see that it's not Finn Jones. Yeah. It's very, very obvious that it's a dude with a wig. Yeah. Like, and that's, A, that is absolutely terrible film editing, like, or like film shooting. Yeah. That you should be able to do better than that. Literally, Scarlett Johansson never caught that it wasn't her in anything she's ever done yep. with the Avengers. It always looks like her. She was pregnant. <laughs> Same thing with Gal Gadot, although most of it was her. Yeah. Because she's just a badass. Um, Gal but this, Gadot. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason it's Gal Gadot. <laughs> God damn, I feel weird saying that. That was strange. Um, but Finn Jones, there was like nothing that he knew. There was nothing yeah. that he could do because I guess they just never dedicated the time to saying, okay, here, here's how you throw a punch and then throw someone over your shoulder. Because yeah. that, if you show that, that gives us, like, another hint of, like, oh, hey, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But you never get that. There's so many times where, like, I swore I saw the wig come off a little bit. Oh, probably. Of the guy. Um, like, okay, so that's that's an advantage something like Daredevil has. You can put a guy in a mask and they're all going to yeah, look and, reasonably the same. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the Daredevil fights are still really well choreographed. Like, you, you think, like, think of the hallway fight. Think of how much planning that all yeah. took to organize that all. And then you look at the Iron Fist fights, and it really looks like they just showed up on the day and were like, yeah, okay, we'll kind of fight like this over yeah. here and then that over there. And with Luke Cage and uh, and Jessica Jones, like, there's no, there's no like, intense, like, uh, acrobatic fighting. Right. Like, you just, you teach the guy to just send a punch. 
like in a certain yeah, way, it's like just, upper hand or underhand. It's and just the actor yeah. can do that. Yeah, it's just it's super superhuman people punching their way through a room full of dudes in it. You don't have to be fancy, and it it looks it looks fine it for looks what great. it is. Yeah, it, um, it's a, yeah. One of the biggest problems I had with uh, with Iron Fist and the fighting was that like this is the other thing I was going to talk about is that the there's no progression of difficulty in his opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like in the beginning he fights. It's like it's like he, in the beginning he fights someone that's really hard, and then he go, and then he fights someone who's really easy. And then he fight who is supposed to be harder than the original guy, mm-hmm. and then he fights someone who's supposed to be easier than the past guy, and it's hard again. Yeah. And then the tournament episode, <laughs> like he fights the two guys that are supposed to be two of the best fighters in the world, mm-hmm. and he like cleans them up. Yep. And then he just cannot fight that girl. Right. Who her only little shtick is that she sticks you with something like. If he can't keep her hands off of him, then he how does how the hell was he supposed to beat two guys at the same time? I really wanted to like that episode, but I couldn't. I there just couldn't because they had what was it, like the Queen of the Spiders or something like that. Yeah. they were actual people. Yeah, they were actually characters. Yeah, and like just there was no his ability to fight was never consistent with the skill of the person he was fighting. Yeah, because he would fight someone and it would be a different difficulty despite that person being mm-hmm. better or worse than the previous person. And it just never made sense. And that's that's the sort of thing you subconsciously pick up on, even if you're not really nitpicky like us and yeah. are watching it for those sorts of details. Your brain registers that subconsciously and is like, like hey, shouldn't he beat that person that in like make three sense. seconds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stuff like that. And it's like, and, and I see that in shows fairly often, that like you fight the big guy... And then you beat him relatively easily. Like, you beat him in a certain level. And then you fight a small guy and you beat him. It's just making the movie, like, interesting slightly. You have to to add some tension. But But with the other ones, like... So for for, uh, something I really liked about Daredevil is he's always out of breath. Yeah. Because he's literally doing all this insane stuff. It looks like a real dude in a real fight. Yeah. Getting, like, a fantastically trained superhero dude. But at the same time. just like... Yeah, I'm gonna fight, and he's like losing, but he's not like out of breath, but he's on the ground bleeding out of like 13 orifices, and it's just like it does. Yeah, it. Oh my god, that show was so terrible. Yeah. That being said, there were a couple of fights I kind of liked. I liked the alcohol one. I did like that. The yeah, that one might be my favorite. Um, I like the. I liked it because it was funny, it was creative. Yeah. But it was it also fits along with the uh he it was inconsistent with his fighting style. Right. Right. But like it was funny. As yeah, as a standalone fight, it's good. It's probably the best choreographed fight. Um it it's definitely funny, it's entertaining, it's a yeah. unique idea. So And that's a character in the comics, isn't it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Very minor, but yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. The only other Iron Fist fight I liked was at the very beginning when uh, he walks into the Rand building and the security guards try to tackle him and he kind of just shrugs him off. Yeah. That, See, how does he do that so easy? Yeah. That looked like a trained martial artist just kind of ignoring people. Yeah. Aggressively ignoring people. <laughs> Aggressively ignoring people. Um, yeah. And there, the hand made no sense. No. There was no... Like, there was no motivation. There was no... Like, it just... It almost seemed like they tried to make the hand doing this thing, but they had this annoying little Iron Fist 
kind of pestering them. Yeah. Like, they try to make it that, but they didn't do that well because the hand would occasionally be like, oh my god, the Iron Fist is, is ruining everything. And then there was other things like, the, okay, the scene that I noted that was like one of the biggest things that I was like, what the fuck, is when he was sneaking into that office building where the hand was. Mm-hmm. If this is the hand, like the hand the hand, how did they not notice that? Yeah. How did he get... He's not a stealth... Daredevil, I understand. If he could... He probably could have pulled that off. Yeah. This guy, no way. There is no... There's... He is, like, the most chalant person. (laughs) (laughs) There is no subtlety to this motherfucker. Yeah. There's no way that they could have just, like, not noticed that this idiot was there. This bumbling... Yeah. Preppy little white kid was there. Yeah. That was just, like... He was just kind of chilling there. And I was like, surely... There's going to be a hand that breaks through the wall and grabs him. Because, like, that would have made sense. That they right. knew they were, he was there, and they were saying this shit, like, with the iPad, and it was, like, all mm-hmm. complete lies yeah. just to mislead him, and then beat him up so that he thinks, oh, hey, they noticed me after they said the important stuff, and then he went and, like, used it, and then it was like, oh, no, we set this trap and, like, snap his neck. <laughs> yeah. And that would be more like the, the hand that we know and love. Yeah. It's just, it's, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And I'm. That's one of the things that makes me worried for defenders because the hand is going to play a role. And see, no, the thing is, sorry, I just keep interrupting you. <laughs> well, Surely, the, it can be done well. Yeah, like Daredevil, the Daredevil version of the hand is the is great. They're scary. You don't get a ton of backstory, but you get enough to kind mm-hmm. of understand what they're about. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's, it's good. They're intimidating, shadowy ninja villains. <laughs> <laughs> they are, yeah, yeah, literally. But like. It's just, oh, and thank God they got rid of that showrunner. Yeah. The For those who don't know, if you guys are still listening, uh, just because you like to hear us bitch about things, <laughs> I, I have more fun bitching about things than complimenting things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they they have a new showrunner for the next season of Air, uh, Iron Fist, Arrow, the next season of Iron Fist, and there was an article that came out today that was like, uh, they uh, Jeff Loeb explains why uh, why they switched uh, showrunners, and they said it came down to scheduling conflicts. So I commented, "Yes, they were scheduling a good show. He had other plans." <laughs> so uh. they they have a new showrunner. Hopefully, Iron Fist will do well. I've I've been interested in Iron Fist since the since Daredevil came out and they announced they were doing this. Mm-hmm. I was like, that seems like a cool power. Like, yeah, because I, I watched the uh, I think it was the Ultimate Spider Man animated show, mm-hmm. and Iron Fist is in it, and he's a pacifist. Yeah, with this in these insane powers, and he's really cool. Yeah, I thought he was really cool. And then this show came out. I'm like, wow, no, he's fucking lame. Yeah, what a loser. I like lip glob. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is there um, other things that I complained about I was gonna throw out another compliment I like Colleen Wing yes she's, she's I think a good actress and a good character good actress good character um, and her fighting is a little more believable at least and she was not a damsel in distress 24-7 no. yeah like I I damsel in distress I really I really like when she just goes into those cage fights and What's the male equivalent of a damsel? Uh, Daniel. Dandy. (laughs) I'm a dandy in distress. And we're calling it from now on. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. Anything else? Just a terrible show. 
Yeah. You know, you know something funny. We have. Oh, go ahead. I, I thought of we haven't mentioned Rosario Dawson once this entire episode. That's true. Well, no, you mentioned it once. You mentioned Claire, but you didn't mention oh, that's Rosario true. Dawson. I did. She's about, good. Okay. She's in everything. She's good. Since She's you're editing this episode, put this somewhere in the middle of the episode. Rosario Dawson is amazing. Just throw that in there. Such a good in actress. <laughs> Just throw that in the middle somewhere. Okay. Um, the other thing I thought of was like. The stylization of each episode was very different. Well, mm-hmm. not really very, not even very different, but there was things that, like, there were little, like, uh, little, like, visual effects that happened maybe, like, once. So there was one, I think it was in the last episode, where they did, like, a split screen, mm-hmm. and they did, like, a fight. That was really cool, but yeah. they did it once. There's another, uh, at the very beginning, there was, like, the, at the beginning of the season, there was, like, the, uh, there was, like, weird, like, kind of brain injury kind of visual effects where it kind of like there's like kind of screen flares mm-hmm. you remember that at all like it, it would kind of go through like it was like a minor little Maybe. like i don't know i i it, if it was in a movie it'd probably be like a flashback or like a brain okay brain yeah. damage kind of thing they did that at the beginning of the episode, uh, beginning of the season i was like that's kind of cool and never happened again yeah but just stuff like that where they're like, hey, you know what would be cool? If we do a split screen and they're like, dude, this is the last episode. <laughs> Where was this? Yeah. Just there was no fluidity of the of the show. Just entirely there was no fluidity. Yeah. It was jarring. It was bad acting for the most part, unfortunately. Like all the yep. kids, the three of the kids, all of them were bad actors. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate saying that about people. Um yeah, but, I figure if you've got this far, you've got to have a bunch of talent. But yeah. that was some really bad acting. That was bad acting. The it was it was like I said, it was jarring. It was it was just not fluid. It was hard to watch. Yep. Like it was getting to the point because you said you were watching the all the shows. I rewatched. <laughs> well, I was I was going to rewatch everything in preparation for this episode, and I breezed through Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. Took a little longer, but still only like a week. Um. I never finished Iron Fist on the rewatch. Yeah. I started it like more than a month ago and I like got less than halfway through. Yeah. I, it's like, I can't do this. I told Matt that he should do this and I did it when I watched it. Just make a drinking game out of it. <laughs> Every time he like loses a fight or something, take a shot. Oh, <laughs> Stuff <boy>. like that. <laughs> just to make it like remotely interesting to get through it. Because I remember my roommates were exhausted of me watching it. Because every time I would watch it and they'd walk out into the living room and be like, This is a terrible show! (laughs) It was just, but I had to get through it. Yeah. It was almost a pride thing at that point. Because, like, by the time I wanted to give up, I was like 10 out of the 13. I was like, I just gotta get through this. Yeah. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. God, it's such a bad show. (laughs) All right. That's all I. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm like, like bitch. I think we're like 30 minutes for this now. I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't time it. I don't know. I think I think I'm done. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks for listening. If you guys listen through this thing, if you guys, again, this is another thing. If if listeners like to hear us just bitch about things, tell us. We'll do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you want to hear us bitch about something for a full episode? We'll do it. Yeah, give us give us stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, that was fun. That was really fun. Just tearing it <laughs> God. See, and you, like, the first time you watched it, you weren't totally against it as much as I was.